0: to the Her Story Podcast. Today, I will be introducing you to our first period in which we will be discussing several notable women. The first period is the American Revolution and early America. First, I will provide some context regarding the American Revolution. In 1607, several Englishmen, funded by an English joint stock company, set sail for the New World. They landed in Jamestown, Virginia, and began the first colony. Over the next 130 years, 12 more English colonies were founded along the east coast of North America, the last of which being Georgia in 1732. Throughout the rest of North America, the French had settled along the Mississippi River, supporting a robust fur trade network with the indigenous populations. Spain also had colonies in Florida and in the southwest. Each of these European nations had tenuous relationships with the indigenous peoples as they brutally stole their land. Furthermore, the European nations competed amongst each other for more power and control over North America. These tensions culminated in a notable war called the French and Indian War, which was fought between Great Britain and France starting in 1754. Each side had significant support from several indigenous groups. The Iroquois Confederation was influential for the British, and the Algonquin Lenape and Shawnee were a few of the many groups that supported the French. After nine years of warfare, the war culminated in the Treaty of Paris of 1763, where France agreed to give up all territory in North America. Despite their victory, this war left Britain greatly in debt and their treasury was significantly suffering. They could not afford to fight or support the colonists in any more wars, so in an effort to prevent future conflict, the proclamation line of 1763 was declared. This meant that the colonies could not settle past the Appalachian Mountains to avoid taking any more native land. This decree marked the end of Britain's previous policy of salutary neglect, which enabled the colonists to generally govern their internal affairs independently. However, the mother country began to take a more active role in colonial affairs, beginning with the proclamation line. Furthermore, in an effort to generate more revenue, several more taxes were instituted, the first of which was the Sugar Act, which taxed imports and exports from the colonies. A notable tax that angered the colonists was the Stamp Act, which marked a direct involvement of Britain in the colony's internal and daily transactions. This tax sparked several movements among the colonists. Notably, the Sons and Daughters of Liberty groups formed. Tensions escalated during the Boston Massacre in 1770, where a group of British soldiers fired on a rowdy crowd of colonists. Furthermore, in 1773, the Sons of Liberty orchestrated the Boston Tea Party, But in response, Britain instituted the Intolerable Acts. In September 1774, the First Continental Congress was called in action to address the colonists' grievances with the King of England. Tensions were still not resolved, and eventually fighting and warfare broke out in 1775, with the first shot being fired at Lexington and Concord in Massachusetts. After eight years of fighting, the Revolutionary War ended in 1783. This is brief context about the period leading up to the Revolution. I recommend checking out the Gilder Lehrman Institute's resources for more details about the Revolutionary Period. In the description for this episode, I have provided additional resources to learn more about the Thirteen Colonies and the American Revolution. Of course, conventional curricula in schools and textbooks mostly highlight the men involved in the revolutionary efforts. Rarely do women get the recognition they deserve so in the following episodes, I will be discussing several influential women whose efforts catalyzed the success of the American Revolution. Stay tuned for the next episode. Thank you!